This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. But new polling shows that most Republican primary voters simply don't want to hear the truth. In the latest survey from The New York Times and Siena College, Trump leads Florida Governor Ron DeSantis by 37 points, 54 percent to just 17 percent among likely GOP primary voters. All other candidates earned less than 5 percent of support in the poll, which we should note was conducted before new charges were announced against Trump in the classified documents case, that superseding indictment. If you take out all candidates other than Trump and DeSantis, the survey still shows the former president leading big by a margin of 62 percent to 31 percent. Poll also suggests that 56% of Republicans say Trump did nothing wrong in the classified documents case, though it remains to be seen if late last week's superseding indictment has any impact on that support. My guess would be no. And as it relates to Trump's actions after the 2020 vote, 75% of Republicans say he was exercising his right to contest the election. Just 19% say his actions threatened American democracy. Charlie Sykes, Charlie Sykes, Charlie Sykes. So this is yet another poll that shows that this is Donald Trump's party, no matter what sort of legal peril he faces himself in. We have just spent the first little bit of the show detailing the new allegations, and it sure doesn't seem like it matters. That same dinner where we played that sound from Will Hurd, all the Republicans were there. I won't surprise you to learn who had the biggest crowd and the biggest reception and that's Donald Trump. Yeah, I would say that uh, these uh, these polls are unambiguous. What happened in Iowa was pretty clear. If you wanted to know what the what the nature of the Republican Party was right now, I mean, he he still dominates the party. He goes into Iowa. He he insults the governor there, um, and he he's the only candidate that gets the standing ovation. Uh, one of the candidates that actually calls him out uh, is uh, is booed. Uh, so the poll makes it very very clear that that at, at this point, I think. I mean, here's the reality check, Jonathan. Um, I. I think you'd have to be naive to the point of being delusional to think that uh, Donald Trump is not going to be the Republican nominee for, for president, despite all of this. Uh, and I think you have to be naive to the point of being delusional to think that any of these uh, these indictments are going to change all of that, because what you have is this alternative reality of the Republican base that that sees uh, January 6th as somehow quasi legitimate, uh, that is willing to overlook all of Donald Trump's. Trump's lies, uh, all of the crimes, uh, all of the things that he has has done. You know, when you add up everything we know about Donald Trump and everything that all of the Republican insiders and members of his own administration have said, and then you look at those polls and you have to ask yourself, what would it take to actually loosen his hold on the Republican Party? And at this point, Jonathan, I can't think of anything. 
I can't yeah. think of anything. And you saw that on display over the weekend, and you see that in those numbers. More and more, especially as candidates like Ron DeSantis have risen, who, while not a populist himself necessarily, certainly is, is far to the right of most voters in the country. Do you think that this is an overall realignment that we're seeing among Republican voters with right-wing populism? Or is this really just more cult-like behavior about Donald Trump himself and Trumpism? Well, that's a fascinating question. I think both things can be true at the, at the same time. I mean, Ron DeSantis uh, seemed to be under the illusion that he could run a kind of, you know, um, I'm I'm Donald Trump without the baggage, uh, and, he's, and he's gone for all the social issues. But uh, as I think is becoming increasingly apparent, this is not an election uh, about issues. It's not an issue. It's it's not one where where you're going to have a referendum even on wokeism. It really is about Donald Trump, and it is about Donald Trump's personality. But at the same time, you are seeing this uh, this hard realignment on the right. There was a convention of young conservatives uh, recently in Washington, D.C., and uh, the reports out of there would suggest that they're not interested in traditional conservative values or even fiscal issues. They they like the, the social uh, red meat issues. So I think the hangover of this is going to take is going to uh, is going to linger for a very, very long time. I think decades from now, we'll look back on on this as very much a realignment even after donald trump leaves the stage charlie sykes right there with uh who is a hater right a never trumper with some wisdom um it is monday 31 july in the year of our lord 2023 i want to start with that the polling and really the polling uh gets to what is going on in the country particularly below the surface I want to make sure people know. We're going to have Mark Mitchell on a little later to discuss it. I got, I got Frank and uh, Naomi and Natalie at the top because there's some national security stuff we have to deal with uh, in Fauci stuff immediately. The new this is I'm going to give you three um, data points. The New York Times Santa poll, Harry Enton over at CNN who I think is a very good pollster, in the Harvard-Harris poll, which has Trump up five, not only has it showed that just a dominant performance in the, uh, in the primary because of this realignment of what they talked about and that, con- that conservative conference, I think, was the Young Americans for Freedom, which has traditionally been this kind of very you know, uh, training ground for the Karl Rose of the world. No, they totally rejected the old Republican Party's uh, controlled opposition and have thrown in now essentially with Turning Point USA. You have three polls that show this massive shift. You also have, and if Denver, I don't know if they have it yet, I put up this morning on the Hill, the most important story they had is young men 12th grade and younger, young men 12th grade and younger, Boys are massively shifting to conservatism and to MAGA. Let me repeat that. Young men who we've abandoned. Let's be honest. Never in American history. We have abandoned a young generation um, to to, uh, devil catch the hindmost because people have been too intimidated to stand up for them as they're being indoctrinated in these indoctrination factories called public school, public education. They are rejecting it through their own common sense, their own formation. This is why I talked about the Gatsby 
the Gatsby novel on, on Saturday. I'll have more on that uh, today and, and throughout the week. What you're seeing here, and this is why the law firm is only going to – Devin Archer's over there right now uh, being deposed uh, by the Judiciary Committee. Devin Archer being, as you know from watching the show, the business partner, the Yale roommate and business partner of Hunter Biden all the way through. He's being – the Justice Department came in on Saturday and wanted him arrested over the weekend, went to the judge and wanted him arrested immediately. Just like in Miles Guo. As soon as Miles Guo got, got subpoenaed to testify – in the federal trial about the uh, the DOJ being absolutely corrupted by the Chinese Communist Party, he was jailed. That's what they wanted to do with Devin Archer, so he couldn't testify. New York Times, Santa Pole, Harry Enten, CNN, and the Harvard Harris. And Harry Enten, I don't know if we can put that up, but we'll get it when Mark Mitchell's here. Harry Enten, who, as I said, is a very fair and even-handed polar. Harry Enten wrote a piece for CNN, a detailed piece to say, hey, folks, you better get ready for this because it looks like Donald Trump could get reelected president of the United States. So what do we got over at the Murdoch News Network nonstop? It's Carl Rove and these guys trying to chop block President Trump. It's, it's, it's Glenn Youngkin. It's uh, Kemp. It's Tim Scott. On and on and on. And you saw by this incredible rally in Erie, Pennsylvania, with an all-time record in Trump. You know, we're getting the best Trump right now. I can tell you, having had the honor and privilege of working with the president since 2016, when you, meet, when you see him now in private, he's, this is the best Trump we've ever had. On point, focused, on fire, take no prisoners, understands exactly what the task and purpose is. And you saw that in Erie on uh, on Saturday night with another massive turnout, and you saw it at the at the at the dinner, the Iowa um, Lincoln Day dinner on Friday night, where nobody got a standing ovation except for President Trump. and got a, just a, a, a uproar of a standing ovation. I want to bring in Frank Gaffney? We've got victories. We've got security problems. You got a bioweapons lab out in California. Uh, Fauci, uh, Brand Paul has uh, sent a criminal referral over on Fauci's perjury. So a lot going on before we get back to the polling. Uh, Frank Gaffney, we had a pretty big victory. I want to give a hat tip to you and a hat tip to Coach Tommy Tuberville, who is a patriot beyond all measure. And the pressure on Coach Tuberville has been enormous. And the administrative state has basically told Tuberville, we're not negotiating at all. It's either highway or the highway. Tuberville's a hero here. Tuberville, one man alone. It's Mr. Smith goes to Washington. And Frank Gaffney and the team on the Committee for the Present Danger, because Frank and you know, you and I had a lot of conversations about this. I said, Frank, we've got to pick our battles. And you said, Steve, I think this is one we could show the whole problem by going after it. And I give a hat tip. You guys, General Scott was not confirmed. They got ready to leave town. They were going to have the vote. The vote was canceled. You know about the vote was canceled? They can put a lot of different excuses on it. The vote was canceled because the vote's radioactive. And that's because Frank Gaffney and the team over at uh, his organization, the Committee on the Present Danger, made it radioactive just by just bringing up General Scott's woke uh, record, Frank Gaffney. You're being extremely generous, Steve. Um, it is premature to say it's a victory. It may be just a stay of execution, um, but I do want to thank Senator Tuberville because it would not have happened for sure without him standing in the breach and saying, you know, we're not going to allow nominations to go through business as usual for Pentagon promotions, as long as there is 
well, in my words, a cultural Marxist takedown of the United States military taking place. And he's been specifically focused on this idea of really, I think, violating the law by funding abortion-related activities and expenses. But it applies to the larger problem that we've got. And Steve, you've spent a lot of time focused on this, and properly so, in the National Defense Authorization Act and more generally, what cultural Marxists are doing and some call it woke, which simply confuses people as to what the problem is. It's about the takedown of this last standing institution in the march through all of the institutions that people going back to the Frankfurt School. Are you saying are you saying that a four star you're saying hang on you're whoa, whoa, whoa. you're saying a four star. I think chief of staff of the Air Force is a cultural Marxist. Is that is that your theory of the case? Brother Gaffney? My theory of the case is whether he is one or whether he is simply a useful idiot for them or he is otherwise an enabler. It doesn't really matter what he is doing. And he's done it to the Air Force, which, by the way, is now rated by the Heritage Foundation as very weak as a result of three years of his running the place. That would seem to me to be a disqualifier for a promotion if any were needed. But on top of it, Steve, as you know, what he has been doing very aggressively is promoting this whole diversity, inclusion, equity agenda. He's all about critical race theory. He wants quotas. Can't have too many white male pilots, for example. 46% is the right number. I mean, what's that about? That's not a meritocracy. That's not an approach that (laughs) ensures you've got the best in the cockpit. And it's taking its toll on the Air Force. The question is, are we going to entrust the entire United States military to a guy with such an agenda? I think not. But here's the point. There have been tremendous numbers of people, you've given me credit for it, but an awful lot of very important organizations and individuals have all come up on the net saying, we don't want General Brown. In fact, there's a website, rejectgeneralbrown.org, I commend people to. We're going to start a new coalition called Save America's Military to try to make sure that we do this as the first step towards blocking, hopefully, the rest of the woke agenda of the military. Frank, Frank, hang on. We're going to short commercial break. We're going to return to the war room with Frank Gaffney. We've got Naomi Wolf, Natalie Winters, Mark Mitchell from uh, Rasmussen. All of it this morning to kick off the week. We are days away from the Durban Accords. The greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift 
happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-O-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Frank Gaffney's with us. Uh, Frank, once again, just repeat, where do people go if they want to volunteer and get involved in this? And here's the thing why it's a victory. The delay gives us plenty of time to make the case. Amen. Because remember, you're not always going to get absolute victories. This is all a process. Trust the process. Okay? This is all trust the process. You get a chance to corner these guys. They, they've, they've had this going on for decades now. This is why all the field-grade officers are all woke. This is why, look, the Senate, many of your senators, Republican senators, and this is why Trump threw down on, on Mitch McConnell on the, on the Matt Boyle Breitbart interview, are supportive. The NDAA coming out of the Senate is atrocious, the defense bill. They've gone and undone all the little amendments and everything we try to do to get the, the wokeness out. This is why you're not... This is why you have a crisis in recruiting in the military. Uh, I'm going to connect a dot. Ready for a dot connect? Go to the Hill story. Young men in this country who have been totally abandoned, totally abandoned, totally abandoned by us, by the the Republican Party, by the controlled opposition, left to this propaganda and indoctrination efforts in all of culture, all of society, and all of education are trending now massively to conservatism. They, they, and they are heroes for doing that. That's the heroic nature of, this, of the potentiality of this country. They are not going to go into a woke military. Why? You're setting yourself in a trap. Also, last week, they, had, they set up the commissars. They set up, they signed, they, he signed, Biden signed an executive order to have a whole different process for the sexual assaults. Now, I am not saying that there's not a sexual assault problem or a sexual problem in, in, in this type in the military. It is, but it's got to be handled by the UCMJ. It's got to be handled by the chain of command. And if the chain of command is not handling it, then we change the chain of command and make sure it's handled. You don't set up political commissars, and that's what this is going to be. And that is why you have a recruiting crisis, because these young men are sitting there and saying, yeah, I'm not going to sign up for that. I'm a patriot. I want to serve my country. But I don't know if I'm getting into that. You know, you know what they they know. Look at what their adult. Well, look at what their leaders just gave them in this defense bill. This is not acceptable. First of all, the defense bill is out of control. I consider myself a patriot, having served my country. This bill's out of control. There's no way we should be spending a trillion dollars on national defense. No way. Impossible. You can take down the Chinese Communist Party with other aspects besides everything in kinetic war. And I understand my dear friend and colleague, Frank Gaffney, and many other people that I associate with disagree with certain elements of me on this, but that's okay. But the recruiting problem gets back to this, and the recruiting problem gets back to uh, General Scott and others. Look at look at Matt Gates. We still haven't had a time to play. I think we did. I think we did last week on the six o'clock show. We had time to play Matt Gates's six minute takedown uh, of the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion fiasco in the United States Air Force. So, Frank, this is a fight worth having. If nothing more, then we can we can start to push it in the right direction. You may not get 
a total victory here, but but it's a process. Where do people go, Frank Gaffney? Just a quick comment, Steve. A hundred percent agree with your dot connecting here. Um, this is a victory in the sense that it gives us an opportunity to fight again and to fight in earnest and to fight specifically in the states where the key senators, leadership and those up for re-election this year especially, can be approached and can be insistently told, you need to vote against General C.Q. Brown. And this is why it's so important, Steve, you said it yourself, but to rephrase it, this is perhaps a tipping point. If this nomination does go down, or even if it is seriously challenged by senators, it could be the beginning of the unraveling of this whole agenda to impose upon the military the things that you're absolutely right, young men don't want any part of. I want to give Charlie Kirk a hat tip on what's going on with those young men, I bet. But also that if you worry about sexual, you know, bad behavior, misconduct and rape in the military, well, for God's sake, stop putting perfectly intact men in the women's bunk rooms and showers on the grounds that they think they identify as a woman that day. You know, this is craziness, and it's the kind of thing that is causing havoc in the military. It must stop. Reject generalbrown.org is a place where we can start making a difference that will put you in touch with your senators. Tell them, vote against this guy. Do it in their states. Do it while they're home. I want... If the team can press it, I'm pressed for time. Go go to the seminar on the webinar on Thursdays about this bio lab. And I've got Naomi and, and Natalie's going to follow up here. Tell me about the webinar on Thursday. How do people get more focus on, wait for it, a CCP bio lab in the middle of California? You can't make this stuff up. Well, Frank you've, invited, you've invited me to introduce the subject of Thursdays, which is actually about saving persecuted Christians, and I wanted to thank you for going after oh, Russell Moore okay. yes, on, on your Saturday show. It was fabulous. They are coming <laughs> for Christians here. We're worrying about human traffickers baking hay with the persecuted Christians around the world. They're, they're the feedstock for a lot of it. But tomorrow's webinar, yes. Steve, at 12.30 tomorrow, is yep. about this unbelievable, at, at the best case, it's a super fun site, a toxic waste dump in the middle of a city called Reedley, California in Fresno County that was discovered in a warehouse that was supposed to be unoccupied. It had 30 refrigerators and freezers full of chemicals that are associated with, among other things, diseases that are highly contagious and other nasty business. And nobody knows exactly where this stuff came from, why it was there, what the ultimate purpose was. We're going to be exploring it with our webinar. Go to register for it at presentdangerchina.org. But there is a Chinese connection and it's a distinct possibility that it is part of a BW activity in my personal estimation, we'll be looking into it carefully tomorrow. And thank you for your help driving people to it at presentdangerchina.org. Okay, we're going to have it all up. We'll hopefully stream it too on on Getter, uh, given the time. Frank Gaffney, you're doing the Lord's work. This is all free. We want to make sure people 
get all the information. We've never had a vanguard in uh, the United States ever made up of working class and middle class people that were the mo- that were more informed than people that are in C-suites or in, or in board meetings. And that's what the purpose of the show is. So thank you, Frank. Well, uh, thank Naomi you Wolf. Um, I've got, thanks, brother. Uh, Naomi Wolf, you got to help me out here. Over the weekend, I got an article, articles from Associated Press and other places. We have an epidemic, potential epidemic of leprosy in Central Florida, Florida and the Southeast United States. I got tuberculosis now wandering around the country. And on top of it, we find a bioweapons lab in uh, in uh, the middle of California. Can you help make sense? Make this make sense for me, ma'am. Uh, it's, well, it's early days, so I can't tell you definitively what these mean. But I can certainly say that um, it looks like other news stories that uh, have emerged over the weekend contribute to what is a pattern. Um, and the pattern is biowarfare against the people of the United States. Uh, and what Mr. Gaffney just said is completely directly related to that. Um, and, and what you announced in the middle of California, uh, you know, a, a bioweapons lab, essentially a place where infectious diseases are kind of stockpiled to leak out or to damage the people of the United States. I mean, over the weekend, there were some gigantic bombshells. Um, and all of them point to this issue that we're under attack by bioweapons um, via our enemies. Uh, one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle got put together by in the the Australian. Um, this story that uh, that broke that Robert Cadlick, who was deputy secretary of the Department of Health and um, Dr. Uh, Fauci's boss, um, kind of went to the Australian and confessed that Dr. Fauci had led the effort to conceal what what a number of distinguished virologists. And Dr. Fauci and the funders of the NIH knew to be um, funded by the U.S. uh, um, manipulation of viruses to make them more lethal, gain of function research, um, to take them from animals and make them infectious into humans. And that this was done at the Wuhan Institute of Virology under the oversight of the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army. Um, yeah. And that these distinguished scientists uh, in the first days agreed yeah. that, that this was. Um, Na- Naomi. Hang on, because I want to take a break. I'm going to come back and tee up the Australian, how prominent a paper it is, Cadillac, what his role, all of it. Another bombshell. In our celebration of America, uh, the country, the flag, the people, in particular our music, Paul Robeson, Joe Hill will be our song today that we'll feature. This is Paul Robeson. I would argue the greatest voice in American music, Joe Hill. Guns to kill a man, says Joe. I didn't die, says Joe. I didn't die. And standing there as big as life, and smiling with his eyes, says Joe, what they can never kill went on to organize, went on to organize. From San Diego up to Maine, in every mine and mill, where workers strike and organize, it's there you'll find your hill. 
so many people buying emergency food right now? As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break again. One shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are empty within hours. That means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before, not after, before disaster strikes. You'll breathe easier knowing you can feed your family in any crisis. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com for your one-week emergency food supply. That's MyPatriot.com for your one-week emergency food supply. MyPatriotSupply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy, worry-free customers. It comes in a nifty ammo can that's loaded with delicious food. There's no skimping with these meals, offering over 2,000 calories per day. Don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one-week emergency food supply. This week only, 30 bucks off. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Use your agency. Take advantage of this special. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Yes, War Room Posse, I understand that Paul Robeson is quite a controversial individual, uh, an avowed uh, Marxist and communist, but still one of the great voices uh, our country has ever produced. Um, and we'll be featuring, of course, Joe Hill's also a controversial song about the uh, rights of uh, workers. Um, but of course, remember, they're accusing us in the opening block of leading a right-wing populist uh, movement. So um, we'll deal with this more in the second hour get to all of it. I want to go back to Naomi. First of all, Naomi, the Australian is one of the leading papers of Australia, a really fantastic paper. So this is not just on some blog site. And Cadillac was a central figure in the Trump administration in dealing with this. Uh, so what does he accuse? I mean, this is pretty blockbuster. What does he accuse Fauci of? I mean, it's stunning. Um, and the piece is by Sherry Markson, who throughout has been um, one of the leading reporters uh, breaking news about what's really going on with, you know, what she's revealed as a cover up from the very, very beginning. So basically, um, Cadillac, who, again, was Dr. Fauci's boss, uh, came forward and I I think it's really interesting that he's come forward now, but he's basically throwing Dr. Fauci under the bus and revealing, and this is you know very timely because other FOIAs have compelled the disclosure of emails confirming what he's revealing, that at the very beginning, at the very start of the pandemic in January of 2020, uh, when no one really understood what was going on, a group of scientists uh, convened with Dr. Fauci it, and they basically all agreed that this uh, looked like a, a an engineered virus that had been released at, probably accidentally from a lab. And they're saying things like, you know, F, this is bad. Um, and they're worried about the damage to China and the damage to, chi you know, Chinese scientific interests and the damage to their own um, research prospects. Uh, and they confirm that this is gain of function. And um, 
And Catholic goes further and says to the Australian that it was the Chinese lab working on a vaccine against the bat-related coronavirus that became COVID-19 that was the cause of the release, the accidental release um, of the virus from the Wuhan lab, and that that was the cover-up. So basically, uh, Dr. Fauci was covering up intentionally for um, bad behavior, uh, illegal behavior, behavior that was outlawed by the United States, by the Obama administration starting in 2017, gain-of-function research. It continued at the Wuhan lab. They were trying to make a vaccine. Um, they had uh, uh, containment problems. Um, things were leaking. Things were not secure. Uh, it leaked. And then our guy, Dr. Fauci, and a bunch of scientists who went on to lie in a peer-reviewed quote-unquote article in Nature Medicine Journal, they then became kind of gospel, saying, no, it was, you know, from the wet market, it was natural, it was natural spillover. Um, that was all engineered by Dr. Fauci to cover up the fact that he had funded illegal gain-of-function research at Wuhan that went awry, that leaked, that infected and killed 4 million people. It was his fault. It was unlawful. And I want to tie in another news story that's very important. Also in the last few days, Senator Paul has referred Dr. Fauci in a criminal referral to the Department of Justice for lying to Congress in saying, I didn't fund gain-of-function research. So these two stories put together kind of um, make e each other implode. Uh, basically, Dr. Fauci was lying. It was an absolute lie, as Senator Paul said, when he said in May of 2022 to Senator Paul and the entire American people, I did not fund gain-of-function research. If anyone's lying here, remember, he did this. You know, Senator Paul, it's you. Um, he was lying to Congress. There's no question about that. And the Markson story um, confirms the details from his boss, basically. Naomi, I got so much more to go through and we're doing everything else, but I don't have the time. I want to get you back on. Where do people go now? Because Daily Cloud, you guys are in the middle in the war and posse, the 3,500 volunteers. This, this is actually picking up momentum on the vaccine. Where do people go to volunteer? Where do they go to find out all the different reports you're dropping every day and also support you? Thank you. Please come to dailyclout.io. Please um, order the Pfizer book there because Amazon is sadly targeting us. So don't order on Amazon right now. Um, and you'll see also our latest report there that shows, again, related to this, that demand uh, for the COVID vaccine is down by 89%. And um, almost all of the profits of Pfizer have uh, vanished into thin air due to the work of the posse and these 3,500 doctors and scientists. So you can Read us, read all the reports and support us on dailyclout.io. Amazing work over there. Amy Kelly and the team, just amazing. Naomi, thank you. Look, for, uh, we'll, we'll talk afterwards and figure out, get you back on to Thanks. take some time to go through all of it. Natalie, um, nobody in this country has done what you have done over the last couple of years, both at National Pulse at War Room to get to the bottom of this. These two things happening simultaneously, the criminal referral and remember, Rand Paul's not some wild man. Rand Paul's one of the most, you know, he's a libertarian, but he's one of the most reflective and thoughtful guys in the Senate. Uh, a criminal referral on Fauci for, for perjury at the same time of Catalyst's explosive uh, testimony or confession, essentially, to Sherry Mar the great Sherry Markson in the Australian 
and to top and put a cherry on top, a bioweapons lab found in the middle of California with, I think, 900 infected mice. Your thoughts of what this means, the meaning of this, Natalie, and where do we go from here on this entire gain of function? And the U.S. and the U.S. government's administrative states direct involvement in this, ma'am. Well, I think it's hard to overstate the significance of Robert Cadlick. In other words, he ran Operation Warp Speed. I know it's hard to fathom that Anthony Fauci actually had a boss because of the way he presents himself. But if any man was Anthony Fauci's boss, independent of Francis Collins, it was Robert Cadlick, at least on the pandemic preparedness front. So for him to come out and really of all times now really, really begs the question, um, of what what gives when it comes to the timing. Um, and I like to always play the game, you know, is it the war room who said it uh, or is it Robert Cadlick? Is it a voice of sort of the, the medical establishment? And this is a direct quote. We think vaccine research resulted in the pandemic, that vaccine research was the proximate cause. And obviously, Dr. Wolf walked you through um, sort of the parallels between gain of function research and the, the current coronavirus strain that we were faced with in the pandemic. But I think when you really extend that logic, that application uh, to its natural conclusion, which is what you know, we've focused on on this show a lot, which is that the Wuhan Institute of Virology is just sort of one node in a much larger network of Chinese Communist Party and People's Liberation Army run biolabs that are being funded by your taxpayer dollars. And that story that we see about the biolab or potential biolab with really, really, really shady financing, uh, we don't really know who owned it. Uh, the registered agents are listed as ch- either Chinese nationals or Chinese Americans with some addresses going all the way back to China. Uh, but we don't really know. And I think it raises the question when you hear people talking about national security and how you know biological weapons are sort of this new front of war that the Chinese Communist Party is going to be waging on us. If there was a facility that had, you know, humanized mouse models, had live strains of herpes, COVID-19 and other viruses, deadly viruses, just in our backyard in California, and we couldn't even keep track of that. You read the quotes about the public health officials who actually ran the investigation on it. They said, in my decades of government service, I've never seen anything like that. How can we as a country justify shipping tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars even further overseas when we can't even control what's in our backyard. Where do you think, because I think your theory of the case, obviously with the the reporting and, and investigations you've done over the last couple of years, it's not just Fauci lying, Fauci lying to cover up. But what would you like to see, given what Cadillac said, what do you think is imperative now for the investigative apparatus in the House? to move forward, not just the criminal referral has been referred to justice, and they're not going to do anything with it. This is the Garland. They're, ha- they're trying to put Devin Archer in jail so he can't testify. By the way, we have footage we'll show you later of Devin Archer showing up for his deposition. So we were able to beat that one back, and Matt Gates deserves to do that. What is your recommendation right now, Natalie, for what we need to do uh, in the House or in other places to really now stop the nonsense and get to the bottom because when Cadillac says it was vaccine research that caused this, I mean, that's, a, that's like a thermonuclear weapon dropping into the middle of this conversation. Where, where do you think things ought to go? Well, two things. One, on the front of the, the criminal referral side, I think we need to see 
Republican state attorneys general actually step up and do their job. And I will say it is very curious because people may recall, you know, the impeachment and basically removal of Ken Paxton. That happened just shortly after he issued or started an investigation into Pfizer for the very same claim that Robert Cadlick made. In other words, Pfizer's vaccine research potentially played into the origins of COVID, right? It's this sort of uh, uncanny relationship, uncanny conflict of interest between the people who are supposed to be protecting us from pandemics while simultaneously profiting when they fail to do their job. And the whole impeachment trial of Ken Paxton, who I think could have been one of the leading voices to really go after sort of in the same way we've seen Democrats go after Republicans, um, actually lead this legal charge. He was basically nuked. You know, he was nullified by the establishment. And in terms of Congress, I mean, I know you're short on time, but their coronavirus committee is a complete joke, not just because it's running cover for Anthony Fauci. I mean, basically no one from the National Institutes of Health testified, but it's just a bunch of people running around wanting to get their sound bites in, uh, wanting to talk about coronavirus and COVID-19 from the lens of pandemic prevention, when that is such the wrong take on it, because it, it wasn't a natural pandemic. We don't need to focus on natural spillover events. They've really misdiagnosed what the actual cause of COVID-19 was, all the way down to you know the fact that I think they're sort of parroting the line of the National Institutes of Health, the, National Institute, um, the Chinese Communist Party. In other words, Anthony Fauci also revealed in this Australian story, their primary concern was to not offend the Chinese Communist Party, not to protect American lives, not to actually get to the bottom of COVID-19. And I think this coronavirus committee is basically doing the same thing. Natalie, where do people go for your reporting and all your insights, social media and the site? Uh, Natalie G. Winter is on all platforms and make sure you go to warrooms.org and sign up for the newsletter. As we said from the very beginning when we started War Room Pandemic in the first couple of days, and now we're, what, three years into it, this is going to be a massive, massive issue when all the truth comes out on it. All the lies that were told, all the cover-ups, all the death, all the destruction of our economy, all of it. And it's coming out now. It's, it, it, like I said, it's a process. You're not going to wave a wand and magically have this taken care of. It's a process. But you're seeing people now, and some of them are doing it because they're afraid they're going to actually be held accountable and they want to get ahead of it. Others because of, I think, their conscience. Natalie Winters, great job, as always. Uh, fight on, ma'am. You've seen so far this morning just what you've done uh, as far as a cadre. You guys, more than anything, have driven these conversations and driven this action. One thing I don't want to have happen, as I keep saying, because cyber and cyber's all over us, cyber attacks constantly, not to have you crippled by a cyber thief getting into the title of your home and taking out a hard money loan of a couple hundred thousand bucks at, let's say, 15% that you got to pay back. HomeTitleLock.com. Go check it out right now. Homework assignment. Let's get that done. Check the box off. Go check it out right now. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing 
that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far, firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. Welcome. I offer you a choice. A choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Wow. Uh, that was the precinct strategy. Steve Stern on a moment. Um, Mike Shields, who is a very smart political operative, and I would argue a guy that's really part of the has heretofore been part of the Republican apparatus or public establishment, but a very smart guy used to be CNN over as a contributor, has written another just a stunning piece. Uh, these things just keep dropping. This just popped over at CNN. We're going to try to get Mike on tomorrow, but it talks about the changing Republican electorate could upend this basic rule of politics, and it's about this massive populist movement inside the Republican Party and particularly the electorate of the Republican Party and talk about how the Democratic Party has become kind of a proletariat plus super wealthy coastal elites, cosmopolitan and coastal elites coupled with a proletariat. Um, pretty amazing piece. <clears throat> Try to get Mike on here tomorrow to um, – to see it can i have the clip i just want that one clip from the from the from the msnbc it's about 30 seconds let's play that one clip from the cold open and i want to bring in mark mitchell from rasmussen more and more especially as candidates like ron DeSantis have risen who while not a populist himself necessarily certainly is is far to the right of most voters in the country do you think that this is an overall realignment that we're seeing among republican voters with right-wing populism or is this really just more cult-like behavior about donald trump himself and trumpism cult cult-like behavior they think so highly of you, War Room Posse. Mark Mitchell, what say you? Particularly got some analysis today about the whole Devin Archer just walked in for his uh, thing. You've been polling this better than anybody. The tectonic plate shifts happening in the country, what's happening in this primary with Trump, and now you're all over this Biden situation, and particularly Justice Department trying to arrest uh, Archer. But I think we can say that Devin Archer showed up for his deposition today. Your thoughts, Mark Mitchell? 
it's fascinating to try these to see these people wrestle with what they think's going on in the Republican Party. But if it's a cult, it's a really big tentpole cult because 80 percent of Republicans think the next election is going to be stolen. About three quarters of Republicans think the DOJ's DOJ is politically weaponized. Uh, you know, number after number, every single question we asked about the federal government and trust in the institutions, Republicans are just totally off the reservation and independents aren't far behind mid-60s on almost every single question we asked. Let me also tell you, I think that everything in that cold open, I, I think I've probably said previously on your show over the last couple of weeks, and it's pretty surprising for me to actually see poll numbers from another pollster I like. If we ran those numbers, I think I'd get pretty similar results. So Trump's leading DeSantis by roughly a two to one margin in a direct head to head matchup. And when compared with all the other candidates, like we said last week, every single time we've asked DeSantis is moving in the wrong direction down from 32 to 24 to 17 to 13 percent. So it really is Trumpism and you could call it a cult. But I think the one sentiment that really wraps it all up for me is that people trust Trump. Republicans trust Trump. When we ask them if the Republican Party is a party of Trump and MAGA, they say yes. And he wouldn't get approval ratings as high as he does among Republicans if they didn't trust him because Republican voters have trust issues right now. And the one sentiment that he says is that they're not attacking me. They're attacking you. And I'm just standing in the way. And I think the Republican Party voters have really internalized that. Um, now, I, you know, we haven't been pulling on Trump too much because Biden's the president right now. And so mostly we have all these scandals to talk about. And the headlines I have today are, again, just as I've predicted, every time we ask an increasingly more specific question about Biden and his unfolding scandals, about 60 percent or higher of voters agree. And so today these are, uh, you know, even more specific than previous ones. I, I, tell you what, I tell you what, Mark, 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 hang on for one second. I want to hold that. I want to hold you through the break uh, because I want to play. We're going to play the entirety of the song Joe Hill with Paul Robeson. I, and I want to get plenty of time to walk through your analysis of the Biden situation. I just want to reiterate New York Times, Santa Pole coming out today. Harry Anton and CNN over the weekend. And of course, Harvard Harris. All essentially lay on top of Rasmussen. You know, they keep saying, oh, uh, Mark Mitchell and Rasmussen, a bunch of right wing, just telling the Trump people what they want to know. Well, today it's out that three of the major and best pollsters and polling operations completely agree, not just with the primary, but now in the general election. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Let's hear it. We're going to bring in Paul Robeson and Joe Hill in its entirety. In Salt Lake City, just as I am standing by my bed, they framed you on a murder charge, says Joe, but I'm dead, says Joe, but I'm dead. The copper bosses killed you, Joe. They shot you, Joe, says I. Takes more than guns to kill a man, says Joe. I didn't die, says Joe. I didn't standing there as big as life and smiling with 
desires Says Joe what they can never kill Went on to organize Went on to organize From San Diego up to Maine In every mine and mill Where workers strike and organize It's there you'll find your hill It's there you'll find your hill I dreamed I saw Joe Hill last night Alive as you and me Says I, but Joe, you're ten years dead I never died, says he. I never died, says he. I never... Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. End quote. Now that's the field of greens. Better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens. End quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. 
That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.